The BRICS Report, India. It is 15 minutes after 8 o'clock and of course on Tuesday we do our BRICS Report and this week we're focusing on India. We're joined now by uh, the um, the Voice of America correspondent Anjana Pariska on, Pariska on the line. Uh, good morning to you, Anjana. We're looking at, of course, these mass protests in India uh, following the rape of two young girls. Gender-based violence is certainly a scourge your country is dealing with, much like ours. Absolutely. You know, cases of rape are reported with depressing frequency, as you said. But what sparked the protests and the outrage this time appears that justice was being denied to the two victims, one of them just two years old. You know, there was horror across the country when right-wing Hindu activists and lawyers last week tried to block police from filing charges against eight Hindu men who are now being tried for drugging, gang raping and murdering this eight-year-old Muslim girl in Kashmir, in January. In another state, Uttar Pradesh, was the second case where a 16-year-old rape victim accuses police of stonewalling her attempts to file charges against a lawmaker of the ruling party who she alleges raped her. So the anger was fueled by the crime, of course, but also by the alleged political interference by a powerful lawmaker and the fact that activists, again with links to the ruling party, actually appeared to be defending the accused. The protests last week were the biggest demonstration, certainly, of public anger since, you know, the 2012 gang rape of a young girl in India put the spotlight on sexual violence. Yeah, it's definitely a worrying one, a two-year-old girl. Now, there's also been a crackdown on fake news. How's that going? Well, there hasn't been a crackdown, actually. There was an attempted crackdown on fake news. The government said this earlier this month that anyone accused of propagating fake news would be denied press credentials, effectively blocking them from covering important news conferences, etc. Now, the order was quickly withdrawn following a huge outcry by mainstream media that it was being targeted unfairly because those are the people who have press accreditation, you know, because mainstream media is not the conduit of fake news. Fake news is a problem in India. Most of it spreads via WhatsApp, as I guess it does elsewhere, and its reach has exploded with the spread of mobile phones. Now, this can include, you know, false warnings on health, cyclones, etc. But a lot of it is also political messaging apparently aimed at government votes during elections. So questions were raised if the government was not coming out with the order ahead of next year's general elections in a bid to intimidate the media, in which its coverage has been getting increasingly critical, and not looking at the role political parties play in fake news. You know, I mean, fact-checking websites that have sprung up, say, fake news remains a huge problem. And they say mainstream media must actually spend more time discrediting the stories they spread. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Jana Pastrika there, Voice of America correspondent in New Delhi with our BRICS report with a focus on India. Fake news, gender-based violence. We may have a lot more in common than we sometimes think.